0: Injured in a car accident? Visit SueDistractedDriver.com to Dan Issel and Louis Rebeau on ESPN 680 and 105.7. Now, here's
1: Dan and Louis. All right, but welcome back to the 11 o'clock hour. This is Issel and Louis on ESPN 680 and 105.7 and the ESPN Louisville app. However you're listening to us, we appreciate you spending part of your morning with us, and this hour of the show is brought to you by Delta Dental of Kentucky. Whether you're looking for dental coverage for your employees or an individual or family policy, Delta Dental of Kentucky has you covered with a nationwide network of dentists. Plus, they offer Delta Vision, a comprehensive vision plan through VSP. Enrolling in a dental or vision plan is simple. Just call 1-800-955-2030 or you can visit them online at KY dot dental.com And now it's time for baloney or salami.
0: All right, Avery. Okay. <laughs> audio medium. All right. Yeah. Yep.
2: Absolutely. We don't talk on audio mediums.
1: Are you are you all right this morning, Avery?
2: Am I ever alright? <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's an important question. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay, below to your salami. After Demar Hamlin's cardiac arrest on Monday night, the NFL will start to require more intensive health screenings for all athletes.
1: Uh that is definitely salami, and uh, I, I think <clears throat> I, I think that when you're talking about a billion with a B billion dollar uh, industry, you have to take every precaution you, you possibly can. And I think that, uh, you know, the first responders and the medical people that were at uh, the Bingo Stadium on Monday night have been getting rave reviews and Hamlin's family has, has already sent out a message thanking them and how much they appreciate it. But, uh, you know, you you have to... Uh, I, I don't know. I, I know that every NFL team travels with a uh, with with a neuro guy a neurologist but uh, you know do they travel with a cardiologist and if they don't then I think that's something they definitely have to add uh, because when you're talking about the money involved that's a drop in the bucket to have even more medical people available to you
0: Uh, I'm gonna go baloney and please hear me completely out on this um I think they already do an unbelievably good job. My sense is there are only two places in America uh, to have a heart attack and survive. Um, The hospital or the field of an NFL game. Because I think the response is that quick. And and so I think they're already doing as much as they should have to do. I I think that you would be unsurprised to learn that these guys are running around with heart monitors on all the time and, and those sorts of things. I think these guys are already extraordinarily well taken care of. None of the commentary, by the way, on ESPN or in other places from former players has been, yeah, they didn't really check up on us. It's not that at all. It's the opposite. And so my sense is that they are doing close to as much as they can. To me, this is a one-in-a-million shot uh, that happened, unfortunately, to DeMar Hamlin. Uh, so I'll go baloney on that one.
1: At, to your point, to your point, Louie, I've heard people say that what what happened to, to Hamlin on Monday night, was that kind of a long shot? Uh, I, I, in fact, yep. I even heard, I even heard one doctor say, "You're more likely to get struck by lightning on a football field than you are to have this kind of cardiac
0: arrest." Avery would love if someone got struck by lightning.
2: I've been electrocuted before by lightning.
0: Oh, that explains a lot. Literally, what happened? Yeah, that's- Literally, no one surprised by this. <laughs>
2: <laughs> like okay so I'm just trying to go to bed. I'm like winding down for the night. I'm watching Netflix or like getting ready to watch Netflix on my laptop at that time. And we're having a thunderstorm. Like okay, totally normal and I have So like
0: Netflix and chiller we buy we, we just by buy myself. It. Oh, okay, got it. Yeah,
2: okay. Um and so I'm <laughs> I had my laptop plugged into the normal outlet and I go and I hit it at just the right time a lightning strike comes down. And it wound up coming through that specific outlet through my laptop and right into my arm. And like now I can tell when we have a pretty nasty storm coming and I've been known (laughs) to like actually pinpoint like when it's going to start.
0: All right. So who's new guy? What's his name?
2: Oh, you don't know. It
0: starts with a T. (laughs) Tucker. Okay, Tucker. I'm so glad
2: I didn't say that because I was going to say Trent.
0: Can Tucker hear me? Should we set it to a place where Tucker can hear me? All right, perfect. All right, Tucker, have you seen the movie Mean Girls? Okay, he's nodding yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Do you remember how at the end of the movie... Um, oh, what's her oh, what's her name in the movie? I can't remember. Um, she does the weather report at the end of the movie. <laughs> oh,
2: I love her! Yeah, yeah.
0: I'm, I'm totally blanking on it. The text line's going to murder me right now. But um, that's Avery, except with her arm instead of with her chest. Yeah. All right, next. Let's go.
2: <laughs> okay. Um... Bologna or salami? The NCAA will agree to expand both NCAA tournament brackets. So the men's they're currently at sixty eight that would go to ninety, and the women's also at sixty eight will go to seventy two.
1: Uh, I hope that's baloney, but knowing the NCAA, uh, who only does stupid stuff, is probably a possibility. But I think, I, I think if anything. There are too many teams that qualify for the NCAA tournament now instead of not enough. And so it's certainly possible if the NCAA is in charge, but I'm praying that that's baloney.
0: I mean, I forget what program was doing it here. It must have been Diener because he does a lot of economics of sports. Live sports broadcasts dominate the most popular episodes of any, you know, uh, you know, or shows or whatever you want to call it um, in the United States. Live sports move the needle. They sell ads. They do what it is, what it is. And so I'm going to go Salami just because more, you know, more, ah, just more games, more games in the cart, and they're going to be able to sell them. And and I'm with you. I I think a, a, a reasonable compromise, which will never happen, is you put in minimum requirements for qualifying for the tournament whether it's a conference record thing or it's a you know a, a winning percentage thing whatever that looks like they'll never do it because they want to have that subjectivity um, within the room, but I would like a little bit more objectivity if they're going to go to that. Kind, kind
1: that of change. like, kind of like football does, where you have to you have to win six games to qualify for a bowl. Something
0: game. like that. I think I that's I, that's actually you know what that's a great example, frankly, and it's within the college ranks. And so, yeah, something like that. Let's at least have that. I understand that there's the the automatic qualifier thing for you know, let's say the Atlantic Sun, like Bellarmine's in, where if you win the tournament, you're in. And I. I'm not a big fan of that, but whatever. I understand that that's part of it. Uh, but, yeah, if you're going to expand it out, let's at least have some kind of minimum requirement.
1: All right, Avery.
2: Okay, next question. Baloney or salami? Center back J.K. Johnson from Ohio State will go to UGA, which was one of his schools that he was considering in high school.
1: Mm. <clears throat> Yeah, I, I, I guess I'll go <laughs> salami. I, I mean, not everybody can go to Georgia, <laughs> and so I, you know, I, I don't know if uh, if the if his feeling of going there will be. I, I guess it will. I guess Georgia would would take him. Um, you know, I, again, I sound like an old man. If he passed, if he passed me uh, on the first go round. I don't know that I'd be too anxious to take him on the the second go-around. So I'm changing my mind as I talk. I'm going to go baloney.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It sounds like they're going to bring in Fentrell Cypress to Ohio State from Virginia. I don't know if people remember him around here. Um, But, uh, you know, so it it looks like, you know, he was just – what's amazing is he played the second most snaps of anyone on the defense. So it's not like he wasn't getting playing time at Ohio State. He clearly just doesn't want to be there. Um, so I'll go. I'll go salami because I don't think you leave Ohio State unless you're doing something like that, going to a place like Georgia or I don't, I don't, maybe an LSU or something.
2: But yeah, that's about it. Okay. Next question: Baloney or salami? Sean Payton will end up coaching the Arizona Cardinals.
1: <laughs> Sean Payton has a problem, and I think I talked about this yesterday with any place that he goes because uh, he is still technically under contract uh, to the New Orleans Saints. And so he can't just pick and choose because the, the team that, well, I guess he can pick and choose, but the team that he signs with is going, there's going to have to be some things going the other way. And as we said yesterday, uh, when um, when Gruden left Tampa Bay for the Raiders, Tampa Bay got two first round picks and two second round picks and some cash. And so, it, you know, it, it, you just can't say, well, this is where Sean Payton is going to go. This would be a good fit because unlike Harbaugh or some of these other candidates that are out there, uh, you know, there, there are going to be some strings attached to, sh- to signing Sean Payton. I I think if Payton goes any place, it's probably to the Chargers. Now, the Chargers have made the playoffs, so maybe they are not in a position. But, you know, Sean Payton isn't going to just take the first job that comes down the pike. He's going to take a job where he thinks he can be successful. And I'm not so sure Arizona is that place. So I'll go Bologna.
0: Is there any buzz for him to go to coach the Broncos?
1: Yes. Yes. And, um... You know that's one of the names. Of course, the Broncos don't have any draft choices because they sent them all to Seattle for Russell Wilson. But um, but you know, if if it's a check, let, let let's say let's say they say, okay, uh, Saints, you know, we we don't have any draft picks. We don't want to send you any draft picks. If we just write you a check, what's it going to take? And you know, nobody, the the wealthiest owners. In the NFL, are now the Walton family and the Penner family that own the the Denver Broncos. Yeah, so that's right. Yeah, you know, I, I guess if they just said, you know, uh, okay, we'll take thirty million dollars or we'll take forty million dollars, they can. By the way, Louie, how? And I would think
0: you... I think New Orleans is the smallest market in the NFL. So I mean, it might be something feasible, frankly.
1: That they could do. Yeah. H- how would you like it if uh, you married Planet? And, and you said, you know, father-in-law, I think I'd like to run an NFL team. Could you uh, could you go buy me an NFL team? I
0: bought a, a minivan from my father-in-law. How about that? Well, yeah. How about that's that? the same thing. Yeah, same thing.
1: How about that? Was it $4.65 billion? It was a little less than that
0: <laughs> on a scale of a trillion. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go. I'll go uh, baloney as well. I just... Uh, I don't think Sean Payton goes anywhere until at least uh, twenty, the start of the. I guess that is next year, but they got his rights through twenty four. I think that's the season. I think in twenty four you see him end up somewhere else, and I think it's what Dan talks about. Someone writes him a check for eight, ten million for that one season, and he moves on.
2: Okay, talking audio medium. Hey, you see, I wasn't sure if you were done. Sometimes you guys keep talking. (laughs) Okay, final question: Bologna or salami? Richard Owens will improve the Louisville offensive line. He was at least announced hired yesterday.
0: Do it again. I
2: Richard- don't even
0: know who that yeah,
2: is. Do it again. Uh, okay. So Richard Owens. He was. He actually played at Louisville before, and yes. he was just recently the hired as the
0: OL coach, right? Yes, o- like, like coach, yesterday. Yep, yep.
2: And he was the Georgia Southern offensive line coach, like. Just, like, last week, I guess you want to say. Um, "Will So Richard Owens will improve the Louisville offensive line.
0: Uh, that is... <laughs> I don't hate that question. I just don't know how much I can go in the weeds on Louisville offensive line play. Yeah, yeah. Um, this, I'll go hey, Salami. Hey. I'll go Salami because the reports I read yesterday was that he did improve the Georgia Southern... Georgia State? What well, was it? Georgia Southern. Um, line... Um, I, I, I'm usually reticent to assume that guys can go from a Georgia Southern level to an ACC level and make things immediately better. Um, but I'll just, I'll go Salami because I think the style of play with Jeff Brom, quick drops, getting the ball out, crossing par outs, that kind of thing doesn't require it's not brain surgery on the line part because there's not a lot of long developing plays and those sorts of things. So I'll go, I'll go Salami because I think they will look better than they did this last year.
1: Uh, I, uh, I'm going salami. And the reason is, as I stated earlier, like Cal, I'm going to be more positive going forward. And I have no clue what we're talking about. And so bologna would be negative, but salami would be positive. Salami for Someone me, guys.
0: Someone texting and on the text line. That's a biscuit question. God, I love that. That is a biscuit question. All right, next one. You got one more or are we done? We're out of here. Okay. We're done. Good enough. All right, I, we'll, I we'll said see.
2: it was the last one. Okay.
0: I don't listen to you, apparently.
2: Yeah, apparently. <laughs> you, y'all heard it here. He doesn't listen to me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, uh she's busy. Leave her alone. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. She's yeah. Busy. I yeah.
2: I am doing a million things. <laughs>
0: yeah. I, can I don't tell. know how
2: my head's like on my body right now. Speaking of I, a million I,
0: things. We will be your home for the National Championship game on Monday, presented by our friends at the YMCA, YMCA Bowl season here on 681.057. Georgia TCU, of course, 6.30 pregame start on 681.057. three nine will join after the Kenny Payne show at 8 o'clock. So there
1: you go. Horned frogs. You think they go got a shot? horned frogs. You think they got a shot? Uh, well, sure they got a <laughs> shot. Sure they got a shot. I know one thing, I think they've got a heck of a shot to cover thirteen and a half. Is that still the number? Oh,
0: you know what? I haven't looked. Yeah,
1: really? Yeah. I like I like asking you questions you don't know the answer to. there's a lot of those.
0: <laughs> um the um Yeah. I'll I'll look that up right away, Dan. How's that? <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, I, I think I think eventually we're we're going to get to that point where there's just a a better team that comes out of Athens and it is what it is. Um, the line right now is 12 and a half. Yeah. yeah. What well, did you say it, the line? What was the number it, that you would, opened, you would take out the it, mortgage? Uh, 13 and a half. It opened at 13
1: and a half. Okay.
0: So if it goes back up to that, you'll you uh you'll go ahead and do that.
1: I'll, I'll unbuckle as they say.
0: <laughs> Get in price national championship game. Oh, i SoFi Stadium, Giant Place, Los Angeles. Team from Georgia, team from Texas. Go.
2: 275. Okay, Dan.
0: 450. 399. Mm. 399. And that is, um, as they say in BFE. I mean, it's like, it's barely in the stadium. That's what I'll Mm -hmm. say. Row 22 of the last section in the quarter. (laughs) For 400 bucks. 400 bucks. What's the most you've ever spent on a ticket, Dan? I think we've done this before uh i mean besides your kentucky tickets which are like 700 yeah, a game
1: yeah um <laughs> I, I i'm gonna say our, our derby tickets
0: oh yeah okay yeah 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 that's, that's actually yeah, i'm
1: gonna i'm gonna say our derby tickets uh, They're they're the, that's the most i've ever paid You hey,
0: remember that time i got you credential to the breeders cup and you didn't have to pay at all
1: I do remember. That That was pretty cool, wasn't it? I, I, yeah, it was very nice. Yeah, yeah about very that. nice. Got to, not not only did we get into the, <laughs> the Breeders' Cup for free, but you know, kind of like doing a doing a basketball game uh, for the Denver Nuggets, you got a free hot dog and Coke at halftime. So it was perfect. The
0: food was a little better than that. Look at me defending Keeneland. Good lord! Um, <laughs> <laughs> by the way, the culture item of the day today is something that I have very strong opinions about. Oh, good. Yeah, I. Good. I it, it,
1: yeah, well, you're usually pretty wishy-washy, so that's, <laughs> I'm glad to hear it.
0: <laughs> Are you at all jealous that your team didn't play in the K-State Texas game last night? Oh, man. <laughs> 116-103 in regulation, second half, 63 to 58 in the second half. This is and Texas plays the pack line. Oh my god, that's awesome. Oh, I'm so jealous.
1: It 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 it, it set a record. Yeah. It set, set a record in That's uh,
0: like an ABA score.
1: Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> exactly. And, and the ABA was playing eight minutes longer in yeah. regulation than, <laughs> so than, than this. Uh, but, you know, I, I, again, some, some just unbelievable numbers. K-State, uh, who won the game at Texas, shoots 60% from two-pointer and 54% from three-pointer and... And listen to this, Louie. They make 31 out of 33 yeah, that was free the difference. throws. Yep. Yeah. Uh, uh, they, they had one kid that was 12 for 12 from the free throw line. Yeah. That that would have been a fun game to watch.
0: It's it's interesting watching players go place to place because Keontae Johnson, who plays forward for um, for K-State, essentially last year played one game. And then he comes in this year and he's averaging 18 points a game. It's amazing. Just change of scenery change of coaches etc what it can do for a guy because he was he was, a, he was a total non-factor last year so um good for them but yeah i not a lot of places have it better than kansas state of all places right now their football team just played a top 10 matchup in a, in a bowl game against alabama now they lost i get it but like they win the big 12 uh title game now their basketball team's 13 and 1 with a new coach 2 and 0 in the conference they go to texas and win by 13 i mean weird but who's got a little apple state, man? the
1: sorry. little apple have you ever been to manhattan kansas i have not been to manhattan kansas yeah well you're a lucky guy <laughs> <laughs>
0: i oh, think so, uh, i think i learned at one point the 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 distance between the highest point in the state of kansas and the lowest is like 700 feet yeah well, that makes. there's sense. no more than 700 feet of elevation change in kansas <laughs>
1: yeah no no i mean the two-thirds the 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 western two thirds of Kansas look exactly like eastern Colorado. Right. I mean, oh yeah, you sure. Can, yeah. You, you know, you can see Pikes Peak on a clear day. You can see Pikes Peak for like 200 miles away. I mean, it's just it's just flat. <laughs> once once you get to Salina headed east, you know, it starts looking a little bit more habitable. But uh, yeah, no, there's there's not much out there in Kansas. But I've been to Manhattan a couple of times. Like can't remember the – it wasn't to play basketball. I can't remember the circumstances. But, uh, hey, it sounds like is, you
0: lost a bet. Um, there,
1: there isn't a lot in Manhattan.
0: Reminder, second hour of the show brought to you by our friends at Delta Dental and Delta DeltaDentalKY.com. Go check out all of their plans there for yourself or your family or for your employees and nationwide network of dentists, also offering those vision plans through VSP. The father of instant replay, Art McNally has passed away at 97. And I want to have an instant replay conversation with Dan So We'll do it next here on ESPN 680, 105.7. Welcome back to Dan Issel and welcome back to Dan Issel and Louis Rabot on ESPN 680 and 1057. Now, here's Dan and Louie. All right, welcome back in. Final segment here on Issel and Louie on a Wednesday, hump day version of the show. <clears throat> Thanks for making it part of your morning. Reminder Bobby V after us, and then of course uh, Sweezy Street will take you up till six o'clock here on 680-1057. We also had the NFL. This week, Saturday. Reminder that they're playing both days: Raiders, Chiefs, and Jaguars, Titans. Starting at four o'clock, first game on ESPN six eighty. The second on ninety three nine, and then on Sunday, Colts, Texans at noon, and then the Packers will beat the Lions by eleven points at seven thirty on all ESPN Louisville stations, bringing a merciful end to their season. All right. Speaking I of
1: merciful, have I have Colts, been, the Colts, and the Texans. <sighs> oh, wolf.
0: I've been corrected on the text line, and I appreciate this person. On the border, the western border of Kansas, is Mount Sunflower, which is a 4,000-foot peak. Really? It is 3,300 feet taller than uh, the other side of Kansas, but it literally is like the rest of the state is 700 feet above sea level and then Mount Sunflower. (laughs) So there you go, a little Mount Sunflower. Where where is Mount Sunflower? I I mean, literally two-thirds of the way up the state on the border. Huh. And I mean on the western border. It says west it literally the border. <laughs> just bang. Texture describing the uh, the trip out there that you just it's on the Colorado border and it's just like it's it's also, by the way, close to the lowest point in Colorado. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. Um it's actually yeah. located on private land owned by Ed and Cindy Harold. And uh they, they, they have set it up that people can go and visit um and so Mouse Sunflower. A mount, a sunflower, so there you go. All right. So Art McNally That'd be better
1: than going to Manhattan, I guarantee it.
0: Maybe uh, so. Art McNally, the, the father of yes. instant replay and the first yes. game official inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame, he has died at 97, uh, natural causes, in Pennsylvania, uh, nearest home. Would not it be funny if he died in like a like a snowmobile accident or something? <laughs> it's just out there ripping up the <laughs> ripping up the hills in Pennsylvania. Natural causes. Natural causes. Um, was an official in the 60s, and then in 1968 became the NFL supervisor of officials how do you how do you take in instant replay Dan as a guy who who obviously played his did you play your whole career without instant replay
1: yeah uh, it, you mean as far as the the officials being able to go look at the monitor, monitor? Yes. yeah absolutely
0: okay absolutely was it part of yeah. your coaching life uh no okay not even that okay so no so we're talking about something very recent then frankly and so I was the only person I know that was anti instant replay from the very first time that they even started to implement it i thought it was a terrible idea and i still think it's a terrible idea i think in very specific sports it can be used efficiently and quickly without human error so like tennis if the ball knocks up some chalk on a you know a clay court or a grass court or whatever then we can figure that out um in in hockey we can figure out if the puck's gone over the line in in you know soccer we can figure out if a ball's gone completely over the line that kind of stuff but this like d- is it targeting or not how often do you watch and you go wait that's targeting no that's not targeting and then it's targeting right i mean like there's so much human error even within instant replay that yes. it, to me it's not worth the 20 minutes that it adds to every game
1: yeah I, I would say I, I would say this. I'd I like instant replay in some instances. A, a, a recent example, Louie, is the uh, two lane, the two lane game, and Mike Pratt, the quarterback. They they called that winning touchdown. They called that incomplete. Yeah, you're right. Incomplete. You're right. And and so if there wasn't instant replay, the wrong team would have won that game. I think in situations like that, I'm I'm in favor of it. Here's what I'm not in favor of, and that is the guy the guy going over. Oh, what 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 are you saying wasn't right? Oh, okay. So. Um, so uh, Tulane is saying that uh, they're, they're, that the call wasn't right. You, you don't need all of that. You don't even need for the official to go to a monitor. Have somebody, again, we're talking about billion-dollar industries, have somebody upstairs that is watching this totally and, right. in, and in 30 seconds can, can talk into the referee's headset, the ball never hit the ground, that's a touchdown. And that, and so I, I like it in places where it actually helps the right team win the game. But you're absolutely right to run over. And now college basketball has gotten the worst. It's, I mean, they it's they go they go look at the monitor for everything. There was a situation last night in the Kentucky game where they looked at the monitor. <coughs> excuse me. They looked at the monitor. They put the ball in play. Not three seconds later, they have to go look at the monitor again. I mean, it, you're right. It's targeting. It's not targeting. It's out of bounds. It's not out of bounds. But it, but I do like it when they can use it to make sure the right team wins the game.
0: I think for something like targeting, for example, and we're talking, you know, you, you mentioned it. You know, in the, in the NHL, all the replays go to Toronto. You, the, the officials don't make the decisions there's 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 a team and it's their job to look at replays and make decisions period and and I think that that's if if we're going to make improvements because it's not going away I have to acknowledge that um that that would be one that I would be in favor of the other one I would be in favor of is if if it's targeting and they call it on the field as targeting just call it 15 yards yank that guy off the field do a replay of it and then if it's not targeting let him play back in the game is that imperfect? Yes. But what I've never understood about officiating is we're okay with athletes making mistakes, but we're not okay with human officials making mistakes.
1: Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, that's a great point. It's a
0: weird double standard. I understand the thought behind it, which is you have these guys who are already competing and they're already, you know, you know going after each other, whatever. You don't want mistakes made around them. I understand that. You also don't want people to feel unsafe or whatever it might be. But at the same time, like it's it is a weird double standard that we're okay with athlete mistakes and not with official mistakes.
1: That's a great point. That's a great point. And and what's interesting about uh, McNally is that he started this. All started with him being head of the officials and making officials watch tape, which which is it's not a new thing. But I, I know in the NBA you know they make the officials go back and look at each game look at the officiating and and they're graded and and you oh, know yeah. that gra- that grade is uh, uh, that affects how much money they make how many playoff games they make and and so that's the way it started and i agree with that 100% i mean you you as a coach or a player you watch tapes to see what you did wrong and what you did right why shouldn't the officials do that but that's that's a completely different issue that's on their own time and that isn't adding a half hour to every game
0: well the other thing that that we've started to do and they've implemented it in baseball so you have to walk me through this because i will not sit down and watch a baseball game do they use replay for fair foul uh yeah okay so what if a ball is foul but they they determine that it's fair do they just make up a scenario after that? Oh, that's worth a double and the runner scores. Yeah. What are we doing?
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I I don't know that it's happened very often, but yeah, if uh, if they call it foul and, and they go back and check the replay, most of the time though, it's on a home run. And that's, you know, that's easy. That's you different. Either, to me. That's you different. You yes. to the lock, to the dugout or you circle the bases. But no you can if if they if they make the wrong call then they they have to say yeah that's you know if there was a guy on first uh, that's a double, and the guy on first goes to third. Yeah, just like a ground rule double. I don't
0: hate this text, by the way. Four three seven nine six eight U P S Jobs text line. Replays should a texture saying replay should only be at half speed at the slowest. The frame by frame review is not how an official could actually see. I think there's something to that as well, where the ball's going out of bounds and it touches a guy's fingernail, and that's how we decide who gets the ball. Uh, come on, I mean like. The, the the act of knocking the ball out of bounds is what should matter now if it like goes off you know the guy hits it and then it goes off someone's leg and goes out of bounds that's obvious I get it that's fine but the 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 actual you know the person responsible for the ball going out of bounds should be penalized by the ball going to the other team and and so I'm with the texture on that one I, that one bothers me the most is that they get this like zoom in super slow it's not it's it's just such a weird to me it's so anti-sports to do things that way to officiate them that way i will never understand that double standard is so how
1: how about the guy that obviously knocks the ball out of bounds and then points the other direction like he's going to be able to influence (laughs) influence the official oh yeah i didn't quite see that the the player must be right it's his ball uh (laughs) that that (laughs) don't get me started there's so i i think Here's here's one rule change I'd like to I'd like to see, and and I'll see what you think of this. I would like to see if a player, uh, m- m- man or woman, if a player shoots the basketball after the whistle has been blown. I think that ought to be a delay a game, mm. because what happens is you know the whistle blows. The guy takes a shot. Somebody on the other team jumps up and knocks it out of the hoop. And it just, to me, that looks terrible for the game. I think if a guy shoots the ball or a gal shoots the ball after the whistle is blown, then that ought to be a delay of game. The second one, it's a technical foul. What do you think of that one?
0: I hadn't thought about it, um, but the delay of game stuff is annoying Um, and, and, I mean, I think the other part of the, the underrated thing that at the end of the game, you're giving teams timeouts that may have had to burn Absolutely. timeouts earlier. Absolutely. And it changes the dynamic of, of when teams should call timeouts and not call timeouts.
1: 100 When you just
0: assume that you're going to get these reviews at the end because, of course, you Yeah. Win. It's
1: yeah. just the nature and, of the game now. And if a guy – here's another one I don't like. If a guy files out, you you got 30 seconds, or which turns into a minute, to make the substitution. I mean, if Oscar Sheebay fouls out, you know who's going into the game. Yeah, right, yeah. They call the team over, go over the next play, yep. and then have yep. have extra time to make the the substitution. It's uh, oh, we they ought to make us commissioner of of college <laughs> basketball. Boy, we could we could fix this game in a hurry.
0: Like obviously, that. yeah, obviously, yeah. I'm yeah. obviously qualified. Um, the <clears throat> Yeah, that's it. One thing I enjoyed about
1: this story that I had I had no knowledge and didn't remember this is that uh, 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 McNally officiated in the NBA one year.
0: I think that's pretty cool too, man. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. How about
0: that? I think the NBA has the best officiating in North American sports. Well, they work at it because they that. bust their ass on it. That's right. Yes, correct.
1: Yeah. I they they work at it. Um, you, you know, I always thought, uh, what, what was the guy's name that went to prison? for the official Donahue. Tim Tim Donahue. I I always felt like Tim must have been betting on us cuz I thought he was <laughs> a really good official. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever read the his story?
0: Oh, sure, yeah.
1: Oh, man, that's incredible. How you how you get how you get mixed up with the wrong people and they're putting cash in your pocket and that That's, that's, if you, if you haven't read the Tim Donahue story, you need to read it. It's very interesting. But like I said, I thought he was terrific.
0: I, um, I just assume everyone's like that, by the way. (laughs) You think everybody's cheating? I do. I really do. (laughs) I think the percentage of people that don't cheat is smaller than the percentage of people that do. And I I think it's by a factor of like four.
1: Oh. So so you think there's NBA officials that are making calls to influence the game?
0: 75 80% of them absolutely.
1: Yes. Oh, Louie. Louis.
0: And I still you, think that league has the best officials. How about that? You, you need you
1: need to take a lesson from Cal, man. You need to be more positive. You you need to, to we we'll, we'll talk about this after the show. <laughs>
0: I'm terrified to ask the question that just came down on the text line. Dan, do you want it? I'm not going to ask it. Never mind. All right. Chicken. <laughs> oh, wow. Chicken. All right, do you think the vaccine could have caused the Buffalo Bills player to to collapse on the field? That what could have? The vaccine. No. I'm with you. It's a it's a hard no for me. Yes. No.
1: No, he. I mean, they made it very clear what happened. He uh, he took a, a shot to the chest that knocked his heart out of rhythm. Yep.
0: That um, that one's pretty open and shut. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Coming down to the text yeah.
0: line. If you're not cheating, you're not trying.
1: I, yep. That. I, that's. I really. That's I.
0: I don't know if I'm just a, a skeptical person that way, but I just. I. In sports, especially. I just don't. I don't think. I, I I think we don't have an – I mean, it, you've even told stories from your own recruitment. I mean, it just I, – I, I just think it's, it's overwhelming that people are doing other things, making other money, have contacts other places. I think there's so much bias in all of these things as well, for sure. And so um, I remember even in high school playing hockey, there was a guy who reffed in our league who played at our rival high school, and when he had our games – all of a sudden the icing calls were a little tighter on us and you know little things like that it wasn't it wasn't a huge thing yeah but it was enough that it it would affect the games and so no I think it happens all the time so
1: yeah well I think we're talking about two different things I mean there was uh, rampant cheating I mean if you go back you listen to some of the stories and uh, now coach Rupp uh he he tried to keep a lid on it I mean there weren't you know, there weren't bags of money changing hands. An he was right? he was pretty he was pretty uh, pretty careful who had access to his players and who didn't. But after Coach Rupp left, I mean, there are some stories about <laughs> guys just get just getting checks to come. And 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 I've told a couple of my stories about. Uh, you know, envelopes and and scholarships for my brother and stuff like that right. but uh, but i I don't know that I go along with you that the officials are are cheating mm-hmm. I, I I don't know if I can buy that
0: okay. I think, for example, you know when when a, a certain horse trainer is training in Kentucky, I think that the stewards are biased against his horses or her horses, that kind of thing. I, I think be. those I think those biases exist. that's all could be. Yeah. yeah. I'm not, I'm no, not suggesting think- that all of them are on some kind of payment plan from someone else what I'm suggesting instead <laughs> is that there there are biases that are naturally human which is why I think in the same way that as players, you know, you play differently in a rivalry game than you play in a non-rivalry game, you know, officials are going to react to a rivalry game in a different way than they are, you know, they're going to the 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 Auburn Alabama game is going to be officiated in a different way than the Auburn Kentucky game. It just is. It's just the nature of it. So I, you know, I think those biases come into everything, and on top of that, I think that there are natural human biases that lead toward those things as well.
1: But. Yeah, okay, well, let's go to one other story that's on the show sheet sure. here, Mr. Mr. Skeptical. <laughs> uh, so the day after, <laughs> I love this story. the The day after Donovan Mitchell scores seventy-one points, uh, the NBA drug tests the Cleveland cadavers. Is that was that planned? Or do you think they drug tested him because he scored seventy one? Oh man. And be very careful because I know the answer to this.
0: Oh, you know the answer. Okay. I think it's I think it's a coincidence in this case. But I think it's a funny coincidence. <laughs> I agree with that. <laughs> yeah. It's not yeah. it's They're- it's a coincidence, but it's still funny. And there's a yeah. reason that he can tweet about it like that, right? Because it's you don't tweet about it if you think it's actually malicious, right?
1: Yeah. You know that yeah, for these, those, these tests are for those for those that don't know, for those that don't know, uh the the players association uh as part of the collective bargaining agreement uh, has agreed to let and I'm sure it changes from agreement to agreement, but when when I was playing, uh they could drug test the veterans twice a year. Mm-hmm. Uh rookies I think, I think they could drug test rookies whenever they wanted to. Uh, it was much more. There might have been a limit. I don't know about that. I might be wrong. But there might have been a limit, but it was certainly a much larger number than veterans. And I can remember walking into the locker room and Chopper going, they're here, go pee in their cup. (laughs) And so so it, uh, but no, that was strictly coincidence that they showed up the next day. But it is funny. It is funny that Donovan t- tweeted out that, ah,
0: I score, 70, I score
1: 71 and they drug test the next day. Yeah,
0: no, that was a good story. I had to, I had to throw that one on the show sheet. So. Yeah, no, that was yeah.
1: good. That was good.
0: I also so, thought this was an in, a very 2023 kind of story, which is that Fran McCaffrey's son has taken a leave of absence from Iowa basketball because of, um, because of uh, anxiety issues. Did you ever have a guy that had to step away from a team? because he was just mentally not there?
1: Uh, not that I can remember. Okay. I think this, and I was going to say this earlier. I'm glad you brought this up. I was going to say this earlier about when we were talking about, you know, Cal being more positive and maybe sure. the players being a little soft mentally. I think social media has a lot to do with this. And and I um, if I was a player, I, I wouldn't be on social media. I wouldn't. uh, When I played good, I I knew I played good. I didn't have to have a bunch of people texting me or tweeting out that I played good. When I played bad, I knew I played bad. I didn't need people commenting on it. I think social media has a lot to do with these stories, and especially this kid because he he's the coach's son, right? He is. Yes. Yeah. And so you know he's getting this stuff piled on ten times worse. Than, than than any of the other uh, the other uh, uh, players that are on the team, and so I, I I I don't know. It's a it's it's a tough time for kids to grow up, Louis.
0: Yeah, it's a weird it's a weird time for sure. You're right. Um, what? You know, I'm 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 always fascinated by these stories because he goes very public with it and, you know, puts out a statement and everything. I'm trying to think of if there's been a time where, where this has happened with me with a teammate. Now, I've had, you know, I'm sure you've had the moment where you're at a practice or something and the coach says, hey, go take 10 or something, you know, or, you know, go, go – hey, you know, there's a scuffle or something and, you know, it's kind of like, hey, can you, can you, you, know, you know, go do some laps or something, get some of that, you know, that yeah, energy yeah. out, whatever
1: that is. Or, or as Coach Rupp used to say, go take a bath. He, did, he didn't call. It, he didn't go all in shower. He said if he kicked you out of practice, he'd say, "Hey, you go take a bath." <laughs> That's funny.
0: Well good. But no, I thought that was an interesting very yeah, 2023 yeah. thing that it that a he gets a leave of absence for anxiety for mental health stuff, but also that they they make a post about it so that other people know about it, but also on top yeah, of that. Yeah, I
1: applaud him. I applaud him for that. Okay. I applaud him for that because uh, you don't need to be a college athlete to be in this situation. I imagine there's a, a much higher percentage of, of people going through this right now than than we care to admit.
0: I think you're right. But it's, uh, you know, do you, think he's, do you think he's stressed out because they drug tested the Cleveland Cavaliers?
1: It could be. Yeah. Could be. Or that, that all those cheating happen. NBA refs. Have something to do with it. <laughs> All right, so uh,
0: we'll have our our normal Thursday guest tomorrow between Ben Roberts and Jay Davis. <clears throat> what do you expect Ben to say about the team right now tomorrow?
1: Um, you know, I I think I, I think he'll be kind of like us. I think he'll he'll say there are some positives. There are you know some good things going on but the, this this team isn't there yet this team's still got a ways to go
0: how many nice things will he say about lance where
1: oh as many as we let him that lance is his boy that is his boy. you know there there are guys there are guys i remember one time we we had you see him from time to time on uh what's that show called around the horn yeah woody woody page yeah okay uh, has has been uh uh a journalist in Denver for a hundred years. Yeah. And and I remember one time Woody uh, wrote some very negative things about some of the players on the team. And so uh, we had a team meeting and decided that we weren't going to talk to Woody anymore. Huh? Uh, and, and so, um, uh, I when I talked to Woody, I couldn't do it in the locker room or, yeah, <laughs> or right. in yeah, public. Yeah. It had to be on the telephone or yeah, something, right. something yeah, yeah. like that later. So that's that's uh, Lance Ware and Ben Roberts have the same relationship that Woody, <laughs> that Woody and I have. You know, when he when he needs something, he has to go to Lance. But Lance, I think, will have a lot of time to think up quotes because he won't be seeing the floor <laughs> very much. We'll be back again tomorrow. Uh, ben Roberts at ten thirty and. And uh, Jay Davis at 11. We appreciate you all listening today. This has been Issel and Louie on ESPN 680 105.7. Have a great day, everybody.
2: Tired of eating the same homemade meals over and over again? Want to switch it up? Locally owned delivery.com safely brings the restaurants to you. Breakfast, lunch, or dinner. They'll bring it to you. Delivery.com delivers some of the finest restaurants in Metro Louisville. Miss going out to eat but still want to support your favorite restaurants? Delivery.com has got you covered. Use promo code ORDER now for $10 off your next order. Sit back. Relax. Your meal's on its way. Delivery.com. We bring the restaurants to you. Injured in a
0: car accident? Visit SueDistractedDriver.com.